Hey, hey, good stuff, family. Welcome to another Friday. The tree, I just realized, looks like it's growing out of my head, which is, I think, pretty much what my hair looked like earlier when I woke up. So good morning from a not-so-sunny morning in Cleveland, Ohio. But I wonder what the weather's like in Jefferson City, Missouri. Hmm, who might know? Could it be our Travi, Travis R. Ford? Good morning. Morning. I'm checking the weather. In your house, you used yeah. to be a weatherman. Yeah, believe it or not, it's. Um, I think it's twenty degrees warmer in um, Cleveland right now than it is in in oh, Jefferson City. Is that right? I haven't yeah. been outside, but it's rainy. But we've been super blessed. The last few days have been fantastic. Like yeah, it's, been, it's been eighty. It's been eighty degrees here. Yeah. And today it's right now it's forty. Outside. That's what you said. Like half half is yeah. Like yeah, well, half the time colder today. I so I don't know what's going on, but this is what I love to tell this story. And if you're a regular here, then you already know it, but allow me because I, I think this every single time it rings. Our friend Chappelle Letman, can I tell the story again, Travi? You've heard it, I'm sure, several times. Sure. He was blind. He was not born blind, but he ended up getting glaucoma and then lost his sight. And he was an artist when this happened, an artist, a popular artist out of New York. So what does he do? Does he roll over and say, I'm finished? No, he starts bringing in these huge hunks of stone, granite and all different kinds. And he starts chiseling through them through all hours of the night where all of his sculptures now have a hole that go through them to see through to the other side. And one side is smooth and one side is rough to, to indicate both sides of his life. And he says that the smoother side is his non-seeing side because he sees people better for who they really are before he can prejudge physically. So then he ends up having a hip replacement that doesn't work. Um, he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Again, really, God, really? So I pick him up one day from the hip replacement surgery and he, you know, he was like a week out from it in therapy. And it's a rainy day, colder than this. It was like a sleety Cleveland day. And he gets in the passenger seat. I shut the door and I'm thinking, really, God, could you give the guy a break? An achy bones kind of day. And I shut my door and I look at him and he's smiling with his big white teethy smile and his Stevie Wonder glasses. And he's like, I love the rain. And I said, I looked at him and I said, what is wrong with you? Seriously, because the dude is so infectiously positive. And you know what he said? This is why I try to tell as many people as possible. He said, I love the rain because on my mom's funeral, it rained. The day we buried my mom, it rained. And I feel, he said, like each time it rains, she's reaching down from heaven and touching my face. And I thought, oh, because he's sensory. So I, I don't ever physically think, think of physical rain or even figurative rain in my life, the cloudy day is the same because I just say, I love the rain. And if you know, you, it's, it's a beautiful thing if, if you actually, that he, he actually believed that, you know, because some people you hear him say that and you go, uh, you know, what, what a load of, of garbage. Oh, not him. He, but he, he, felt it. he truly, he truly meant it, it sounds like. Great guy. And, yeah. and he's gone. He ended up, we were going to do a tour called The Blind Leading the Blonde, a speaking circuit. And um, we did one and then he passed away. So, but I still feel like it's the blind leading the blonde. So good morning, everyone. Uh, people chiming in who watch us regularly are thinking, oh, for the love, it's the Chappelle story again. But by the um, way, I wanted to, I, yeah, good morning, everyone. And I wanted to say something. Donnie, at the beginning, you may have missed it, gave you a really good photography tip. Um, remember in journalism school, they always told us when you when you shoot video of someone, but it applies to photos too. Make sure there's not a tree or a streetlight coming out of their head. And, <laughs> Did you see how I moved yeah, over? Yeah, when you were when you were first on, everybody could, said it looked like there was a tree coming out of your head, and now you've moved over. So it it. Um, sorry, I'm gonna get artistic for Better. a minute. But not only do you not have a tree coming out of your head, but it gives the shot some balance. Okay, good. So, I'm glad we cleared know, that up. The, yeah. Yeah. So, so um, helpful, helpful yeah. tip and, and watch for it. You'll be amazed at how many photos you see like on Facebook or whatever, where people have stuff coming out of their head because they didn't think the, the, okay. the photographer didn't think to move them. So, so you guys have already learned two things today to think of the rain 
as a blessing and to not have a tree growing out of your head. That was Travis. Nobody wants that. No, we can't have it. Don's All right, that's the, our family Don's tree. Here for the, we say for the profound stuff, and I'm here for things like that. The family tree, and we add a branch at one branch at a time to that point. Good morning, John C. And good morning, Becky Cosson. Becky Cosson, they have a big fundraiser coming up. We can share it in the notes after this. Again, I met them. They're, those are parents who um, you should never have to survive your kids. And they miss their daughter every single day. But they warrior on and they raise so much money. I don't know. I don't, think I, know, I don't think I know Becky, but that's exciting that she's with us. Becky Cosson. Yes. Good yeah. family. Great family. Again, it's the weaving of the, you know, God weaves, now watch them work. So mm -hmm. here's my, do you have your, oh, <laughs> no, it has froth. Mindy Lee just came in. I, I brought the frother because we I talked about it last time. And I wanted to refresh it. mine. How'd you know it was in? And he goes, I'm I've been like, looking all over. I looked in the kitchen. It's still. Oh, I'm there. sorry. I'm I guess like, I forgot I'm everyone like, else who wants to use it. it. Okay. Let me just get the rest of the froth for mine. <laughs> I thought we would demonstrate because we talked about frother oh, we'll on our podcast, but I'm finished now. Come on. Say hello. Say good morning. Mindy. Come on, Mindy. Hey, it's her, ba her baby girl's birthday today. It's not baby anymore. Jordan Cerner, 17 years old. You want to say say hello? There's the mama. Good morning. I'm still in the frother. <laughs> the frother in the CLE. The frother in the CLE. God bless you, Travi. Cheers. Did you see my shirt? Oh, I can hear ourselves on your feet. Oh, sorry. This mama needs if, a silent If you night. want to watch a few more minutes, you would have seen me hold up the frother. This, this mama needs a silent night. Oh, I love that. She does. Do. That mama works hard. She's a dedicated mama. She works harder. She's with it for days like We're today. Okay. Thank you. She she works harder between midnight and 7 a.m. than most people do all day. She really does, but it's worth it on days like today because Jordan's 17. She doctor said she wouldn't make it past five. Yeah. Remember when you said in our podcast? That, oh, sorry. Let me turn beautiful, you up. Beautiful story and a, a, adorable kid. Beautiful kid. She's a princess. She's a beautiful yeah. princess with like Rapunzel-like hair, mm -hmm. and um and they're they're proving doctors wrong. Yeah. And because her older brother. Um, Jakey is going to be 21 this summer. And the doctor said mm, five at, at best. So we celebrate them every day. Uh, and we were grateful for so many things. I chose this mug today. What you have your regular Starbucks mug, don't you? Yes, I, I do. This I'm, one. I'm definitely a creature of habit. I, I have mm -hmm. a bunch of these and I just like the feel of them. See the good. This is a Chip and Joanna Gaines Magnolia mug from Target. Two of my favorite. Target and the games. We could we could touch on them today. They were uh, they've been in the news this week for good. Yeah, work. I went back and took notes actually of that interview with Joanna on the Today Show. It's fantastic. Yeah. But first things first, we want to um, give a shout out to veterans, of course, on Veterans Day today. Anyone who knows me, like super super soft spot for people who serve and who um, you know have the courage to serve on behalf of all of us. And I know so many people doing great things for veterans. So I'm going to try before the month is out to do, to profile some of these people. I mean, really tangible things that they're doing, like for PTSD and meeting them where they are, if you will, is what they say. Instead of here's a government agency that you can go to for your PTSD. So another, another example of good stuff, grassroots good stuff out there for veterans. Um, Mindy's weighing in from the next room. Oh, she's the best with the, with the hashtags. Thanks, Mindy. Oh, she's the best. Hashtag Mindy. Okay, so uh, salute to our veterans. Um, just thank you. Talk about gratitude. Thank you. Thank you for all the things we enjoy because of your service. We're grateful. And um, Travi, you know what I did yesterday morning? Tell me. It was an adoption hearing for one of our very beloved not so little girls anymore. She's going to be seven in December 18th, I think. I have not heard the details on that yet. Little Faith. More, more about it. Little Faith. Uh, yeah. a, a, it's a, ironic that she's Little Faith, but this family lives on huge faith. Um, the glare on the glasses is bad, Travi. It's there. Maybe I should do these things in the dark. It'd be less distracting. <laughs> I can't see. I can't read without. So bear with me, you guys. Sorry about that. Okay. So here we put in some, this is a story that goes back several years now. She, Faith came to America from the Philippines when she was two. 
here, here she is, this little chunk of monk. Ah, oh, that's birthday cake. That's Faith. Let's see, what is this one? And there she is today. Oh, I have to move my head in. There she, yesterday, that was yesterday morning. That's her papa behind her. Her, her he, he just adopted, Andy Cottage just adopted Faith yesterday. Mama's over here, you'll see her in a minute. But Mama, Anna, is a fantastic, <laughs> Trevi, would you, do you mind? Until well, I couldn't see. Stuff the stuff done, the could picture's you just, in the way, I was trying to, I was trying to see. <laughs> you're like Waldo, except <laughs> everyone knows where you are because you're distracting. Yeah, okay. Hi, Faith. What about, can you get your whole self out of it? You put your whole self out. Try yeah, that. Yeah, I think I, I think I can. Awesome. Okay, cool. If you don't mind, bear with us until we figure out how to make it full screen. Um, so yeah, there she is, Faith. She's beautiful. You saw the chunk of muck. Now she's tall and sweet and kind. And all you have to do is get in front of her with the camera. And she says, cheese. And she has adapted so well to America. It's a perfect example of what can be done here. And her mama is a perfect example of what we should be as American citizens. Anna worked so hard because back here, Andy, only a few months after they, after Faith and Anna came to town, they were married. Uh, Andy had a stroke. And we, again, the doctors told us that night, he may not have, we'll know in 24 hours. Literally, he may not be with us. And step by step by step by step, the Denise and Eddie Winter and the cottages and our army of family friends. Um, now I'm in the way. They we've all kind of joined in and become family, and it it all kind of culminated um, yesterday where she officially is adopted. And the judge was fantastic in Lake County. Gave her this teddy bear and her own. I think there's a picture where you can see her. It even has her initials on it. Look at that. Is that the greatest? Travi, Jockey donates that. Can you see it? Oh my gosh, I think he just totally removed himself. He's, no, I, I can see it. I thought you were very offended that I asked you to move out of the way. No, no, no. I'll show her. So here's the whole family. Look at this. This, oh, and I love this. I don't know if you can see the pointer that I'm doing, but in God we trust. You see that? And this judge, oh my God, fantastic. He didn't just deal with the paperwork. He was clearly about the people. And it made me happy. It made me happy to be an American. It made me happy to be part of this family by default that I've kind of just put myself into. And let me show you the smiley face after we had breakfast. Look at this. Look at this. <gasps> what an ambassador. I don't know if she even wanted that sticker on her. I assume kids love stickers, but I'm like... Faith, will you wear this every day? <laughs> Look at her. So congratulations again, Faith, D and Eddie, Auntie D and Uncle Eddie and Andy and Anna. And there, let's show Grand too, the matriarch of the whole family. Look at Nana right there, Carol Cottage. That's Andy's mama. So this is classic, the good stuff. This family is good stuff family. Brant, here's another branch on the tree. So... That's a visual. Let, let's still look at some old other pictures I had really quick of Faith. Look at her. Ah! Anna said she likes rice. She likes rice. That's what she eats, rice. But so cute. Just adorable. And you can see how she is developing into this fantastic. She says please and thank you. Well-mannered. She packs stuff in her lunch, you all. Here, I'll get rid of that now so we don't. Uh, little Faith packs things in her lunch. Her mom said, why are you packing two of everything? Because this some some friend of hers at school doesn't have very much in the lunch or sometimes doesn't have a lunch. She's six, not even seven. So yes, please, more, more faiths. And it's Adoption Awareness Month, Travi. So how perfect is that? Yeah, I love it. And you know, we always we always talk about here that the, the good stuff is an antidote to all the bad stuff you see in the news and you know, because they focus on the bad stuff and mm -hmm. that's what gets ratings. But Similarly, I was thinking, don't you don't you know that judge loves the opportunity to do that because because that judge he sees so much bad stuff, uh, you know, criminal cases and people suing each other, and to get to do that and and I think I think it's all over the country, but here in Missouri we have CASA, C A S A, and it's court court appointed special 
uh, advocates, I believe, and they, they help children going through custody issues and, and foster system and things like that. And the judge gets to swear in um, a new round of CASA volunteers once every, every couple of years. And these are people who just want to be there for kids going through a difficult legal time. And they oftentimes don't understand it, don't have any idea. Most adults don't even understand the court system. Let's face it. So you can imagine how confusing and overwhelming it is for a little kid. And the judge gets to swear them in once a year. There's one judge here in my county that does it every year. And um, I know it's a highlight of his uh, career and the highlight of his year when he gets to do that. Yeah. And my dad was a judge, a lot of people know, and that's that was what he lived for, too, when these kids were off probation and ended up making good use of their lives, you know, repurposed lives again, like he lived for that when he would give them that chance, you know. And yeah. And, and also the thing you and I mentioned a lot is that your dad made the liberals and the conservatives mad at times. So he, he loved that. That's how he figured he was a success in his in his trials if both people were mad at him both sides right. it's just like it's it's like being a reporter they always taught us in journalism school if both sides are mad at you you're probably doing something right 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 exactly so will you guys do us a favor and weigh in with some comments because i know there are more people watching than comments we see um becky let's see what becky said becky Cosson. we should have you guys on again back before the fundraiser uh minnie lee we got your order. Tickets are going fast. No doubt we will sell out. Okay, well, then there you have it. Because, again, people love grassroots good stuff. They end up giving scholarships to, um, I think, women. I think it's only women who are going into nursing in the name of their daughter, Jessie. So, and they raise a ton of money. They've given, like, one the first year, and then they keep giving more and more. I've seen it happen. They have a cornhole tournament, and that's how her legacy lives on, again. Fantastic good stuff out of the gut wrenching stuff that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. But that's how I came to love them. Resilient. Get your feet on the floor and let's go. That's what they do, you know. And they're not going to say it's easy. They'll be the first to tell you. There's not a second it goes by that they don't wish that she was here and question God. We can do that. We can say, I don't understand you at all. I did that a lot as a reporter, you know. I think he loves those prayers because we're coming to him, not away from him still. So um, what about, um, Travi, could you look on, is there any way that you can see the YouTube comments? Because I, I think a lot of people are watching on YouTube. I think I'm only getting Facebook comments. Yes. Um, and and I'm gonna, I can move on from there because I have, we have a couple of things we want to cover today. But congratulations to Faith Cottage. Here, toast to you. We see the good in you and we can't wait to see the good you're going to do for the world. Baby girl, not so little Faith anymore. Mm, frother. If you're just joining us, we explained how we have this genius thing. Travi bought us for here in Ohio. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. We call it the frother. It's makes it's here's coffee and here's coffee with the frother. You put the it's, cream in and brrr, like 30 seconds froth. But you said yesterday on our podcast, Travi, about how it gives you that little mustache, which is cool okay. when you're in your jammies, but probably yeah. not now. I felt it. You would tell me, right? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Right. We would tell Donnie. Exactly. Exactly. We put it in the comments. If anybody sees a mustache, put it in the comments. If you see the if you see the the um, frother mustache, please don't comment if you see the other. Remember, we also said on the podcast, the little girl I nannied when I was in college, she goes, I was reading to her and she said, you got a mustache. I said, what is what? Oh, that is it. It was time to do something about that. So <laughs> the whole rest of my life investing in like the wax girl, you know, it happened. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a Yosemite Sam mustache, right? Like a big it, it really was. Let me see if I can find an old picture. <laughs> in fact, when my when my wax girl said she couldn't get me in like a couple years ago, I said, Oh, it's all good. Let me know if you have a cancellation. Um, here's a picture of me. And my friend Jason from from Special Wish Cleveland. It was a picture of Jason with Chewbacca, like that goes and see this the kids, a whole full size Chewbacca. I go, but no rush, just whenever. And then she thought it was funny, so she squeezed me in. So. Yeah, I remember um, there was a Simpsons episode where they were trying to get a woman ready for a date. She had. Oh yeah, this is great. And so they said, um, <laughs> "We can't 
we can't have you going to your first going on your first date in 20 years looking like Yosemite Sam. I love that. <laughs> and then her little can of mustache stuff said what? Oh yeah. Um, it was called G Your Lip Looks Hairless. That was the brand. Um, from that um G Your Hair Smells Terrific. Remember that that product? I, I remember. Wasn't that the one where she goes, Don't hate me because I'm beautiful? Kelly LeBrock. Was that G Your Hair Smells Terrific? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what I'm talking about? She like flung her gorgeous locks and she goes, don't hate me because I'm beautiful, which I've used that line several times when I wake up and the, someone like the speech therapist is here for the kids. I don't know they're here. And I'm like, please don't hate me because I'm beautiful. My hair looking like this. Imagine if you will that that. Oh. <laughs> so this is Donnie. Is this what you used to look like before you started doing the wax? <laughs> <laughs> I even had that little scarf back in the day when we were anchoring and trying to look older and we wear the little scarf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My legs Isn't that funny? Gone. You got to tell people that story sometime that um, when you're a young reporter, you, you want to, you want to look older so people will take you more serious. I guess it's true of a lot of careers when you're young, you want to look older so that people take you more seriously. But you said you used to dress and, and, um, make yourself up a little bit differently when you were in your twenties. Cause you were sure. older. I was buying the JC Penny suits, you know, that were like very career woman or, you know, and then I said, when you're in the business 30 years, the next thing you know, you're priced, you're pricing Botox and you're like, hold on, hold up. Like literally on a dime, what happened? What happened? Now you need to look younger, you know, and whatever. What's the point? What is the point of all of that? I believe the point is, that person I was then is a better person inside for the growth that I've done. Looks I used, very to, work, outside. I used to work with this really funny reporter named Penelope Hopper. She was hilarious. Worked at my TV station, the one we worked at together before you got there. Uh -huh. And she was very attractive, blonde in her 20s. And she used to watch um, This Week with David Brinkley. I think everybody remembers him. And she, she would just see watching that because she would go, he looks like a skeleton i mean no disrespect to the guy he was good at what he did but he looks you know he was getting older and or old and she said it's outrageous because any woman that had aged that way would be out of there i mean they would have thrown her out of there but with men like the older you look the more cred it gives you your season your seasoned journalists and seasoned. yeah it's true it is it's just kind of a fact of life i think there are a lot of people trying to change that now of course but so I see my Denise. She says, for whatever reason, I can't open you up on Facebook. T, oh, I wish you would try YouTube. I want to give a shout out to Heather Mosman too. Right. We have, I think I have, oh, I didn't ingest it, but that was their attorney. This woman is fantastic. Just like the judge, people first. I've seen her, how she's worked for this family. So a huge shout out to attorney Heather Mosman. She's on the east side in Lake County. Good person who leads with her heart. And Becky is actually saying, she says she's heading to Mount Union this afternoon to interview the four students for, oh, oh, it's early education. Pardon me. That's right. I said nursing um, because Jesse was studying early education. So now she parlays um, that grief into hope for other um, students who are going to continue teaching the way she would have, like having that, that that responsibility and that privilege to be the kind of person that was so beloved. Jesse, I never even had a chance to meet her and I feel like I knew her. So, um, uh, Facebook oh. is working by the way. I just checked. Okay. So here's Anna, I think weighing in saying that's funny. Face says hi, auntie Dawn and uncle Travis. <laughs> oh, cool. So cool. Oh my gosh. I love them so much. If you're just joining, It'll be recorded. Um, flip back, you can see our our little face who was adopted yesterday. We're celebrating Adoption Awareness Month with several more stories coming up. Ooh, really good ones, and we'll we're gonna let you know ahead of time and promote them. So hopefully, y'all can see them. So, you know, um, those of you watching may think Dawn has always been the classy, beautiful woman you see before you. Do not put um, that picture up. Do not put that picture up. Are you? Gonna I, I want everyone to know that I after can, that mustache can, comment occurred by the little girl. She tried lots of different looks before arriving at the one you see. You know what? So I can delete her. Right some the, <laughs> here are some of the things she tried. Um, she would go into her, her waxer. She would go into her waxer each time and with these, with this, um, like, what do you call it? A swatch of pictures and say, 
which of these do you think looks appropriate for me? Um, so let's see, I don't know if I can highlight here, but I love the guy with the, like the uh, police hat in the lower left corner. Yeah, I don't even know what's thing. going on. I need my glasses. It looks like he has baseball mitt. What is that, oh, like there, a bird beak? There, I mean, the, the three guys on the left, I think are the winners, although the guy second from the left on the top looks like an octopus. That's pretty cool. All um, right, Trevi. In this case, the the upper color. right corner it looks like Batman. That doesn't. That, I think that's a Batman shaped mustache. No, it is. I wouldn't even have seen it. You know. All right. Well, what's thank a you for that. Is that. I'm the I'm the guest here. This is your show. You invited me in as the guest, but I can choose and put pictures up. I didn't know. I exactly. Exactly. And I can delete you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't. Yeah. But I wouldn't. How funny. But in that case, the mustache. Thank you for sharing. Another reason to be grateful. Less is more. Less is more. So if you, you're a woman and you didn't wake up with a mustache like that today, gratitude. How about that? And you know, the grass is always greener because I cannot grow a mustache because exactly. I have light I have light hair. So my friend Laura, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. If I let it go for a year, um, I mean not a year, a month, you would start to tell I had something. But I I can grow a decent beard, but it looks like Abraham Lincoln because you can't see the mustache. Even though it's the same length. So like Movember for you is still November as in no go. No, no go. Yeah, it's it's always it's always no go for me. That's okay. The baby face. I love it. Good jeans. Good jeans. <laughs> good jeans. Okay. So uh we wanna keep be mindful of time, but we said we can we're gonna maybe extend these to an hour and not just a half hour, right, Trevi? You good uh, with that? Yes. Okay. Yes. If, that's what the boss, if that's what the owner of the company decides, then yes. Are you the president or the, or the vice president? I can't remember. Um, you know what? I prefer to not have labels. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Good point. You and but I we do all this. Know, we all know you're in charge. No, we do this together. Together we can, together we will. Okay, We're yeah, better together. They're not cliches for us, are they, Travi? Those are not cliches. We you always really say that. Yeah. You get tired of hearing me say it? And I said, we always say that. Oh, good. We. Yes, we. Yeah. yeah. Good. I, I do have a question on Veterans Day. I, you know, um, I really do feel very thankful for people who've served and um, people who are police, firefighters, um, and the ones I know. I have, I know a lot of them, um, my clients, friends. And yeah. I ask them, after you were in that... I mean, like, like police, they get in fights a lot. You know, they pull people over and they won't get out of the car or they start a fight and they, you know, they get into physical stuff, um, yeah. you know, not, not shots. Uh, thank God, but that's very rare, but, um, yeah. you know, they get into physical stuff. And I wonder, you know, do you ever question your career after that, after you get roughed up or injured? And they say, no, no, that would never occur to me to do anything different. They love it. And well, a lot of them are questioning their career nowadays. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a tough decision, you know, when you well, leave your family. I'm just so thankful people are wired that way. Right. And you to know, your point. And, and so, you know, what, what do you say to them? How do you truly express your gratitude? There's always thanks for your service, but does that really, does that really convey it? Do you appreciate hearing that as a veteran or is that cliche? So that's something I would always like to know. Yeah. I was going to point out that a lot of veterans are in their civilian life law enforcement like andy nowacki who again never met him feel like i know him he was a marine who um several tours of duty and he didn't come back from the last one an ied um oh yeah it was bad and his friends come back every year for the fundraiser and it was clear that a, 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 the kind of person the world needs more of was gone. And so his parents, he was also a Grand River police officer, a beloved one, like funny and kind, the kind you want to show up if you're in a bad situation or nervous. And yeah, a good guy. And um, so two, two entities, the Marines and law enforcement lost a good, a really, really good guy. And, and his parents had turned that into um, an Andy Nowacki scholarship for uh, one of people who are want to be firefighters or police, younger, not kids, young adults. And they say that they feel like this, like the onus is on them. If that's even a word, I think that's the correct word. The responsibility is on them 
to be the kind of officer that Annie Nowacki was. How great is that? That's legacy. And we don't, we say it again, we don't know how many days we have left. He was young, too young. Uh, but yet, because he made the most of his days, that legacy um, um, lives on. And a lot of people, a lot of parents of kids who've passed, when we say, oh, you know, the, he lives on, they, uh, they, a couple have said to me, I really, I don't feel that way. I don't say he lives on because he's gone every day. He's gone. And I thought, hmm, when we, we need to be very sensitive with our words that we choose, because think about that. If you could really get into that heart of a mom, this is how he lives on. No, he's gone, you know, um, but it's. It's a way that, that it was a purpose-driven life. 11-year-old Colin Nemeth, come on, another Hall of Famer, good stuff family. Um, the kid had three hours, I think, not three. We waited um, about two hours in line just to get up to his mom and dad because he was so beloved, this little cancer warrior who stood on faith. And um, yeah, we should do a whole series of that. When, when these parents find a way, again, rooted in faith, to um, get up every morning and do good and be good. That is, that's the good stuff for sure. So yes, a, a shout out to veterans and to the families who are still paying the price um, for their, their loved one's service. Uh, do you have anything on your mind before I move? I was going to move to uh, the Magnolia thing that I, I logged. Anything on your mind, Travi? That was what I was going to suggest. Yeah. You get to watch the whole thing, right? Um. Which Joanna Gaines Today Show interview. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So she's fantastic. She and Chip, so two two things that are available on online right now was her interview on the Today Show, which is five minutes long, easy to watch. Right. And then uh, Hoda, I can't, I don't know her last name, but Hoda. Hoda yeah. And then um, there's also a podcast that Chip and Joanna did that's I don't know twenty minutes or something like that, and it's basically. Um, I, I think it's kind of like what you and I do. Joanne is talking and sharing some of her inner, um, you know, struggles and things she's talked, uh, she's she's dealt with, and Chip is kind of helping bring her out and, um, you know, interviewing her basically. So and, and he's fun, but he's also serious. He can be serious um, on the serious topic. So it's a really fun interview to listen to the two of them. It is, yeah. And Hoda right out of the gate says, "I'm glad he's not here because he talks a lot." Yeah, right, right. <laughs> to hear from Joanna. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like they're best of friends. And I read their book years ago, Magnolia Story. I highly recommend that read, y'all. So good. So good. They are um at the top of this dynasty, this Magnolia dynasty, but they're humble. And you see why they're humble, because they they've been rock bottom. Like, where's the next dollar coming from? And they don't, they don't forget that. I feel that genuine. Oh, it's so rare, genuine. Uh, and again, we learn by their story. There's so many stories that people can learn from. Look at, look at the list right here. Becky Cosson, Mindy Lee, um, Hote Ohio Magazine, Jackie Bertolette weighing in. Good morning. That woman has done so much good for, for celebrating the beauty within. She's a photographer and could have been swallowed up in the world of, of fashion and perfection and and she finds the beauty within and her models are beautiful um in ways that that the perfect models will never ever get you know and i've seen it so anyway our stories matter and we're about to tell them bigger and better right and I, I wanted to give a quick shout out i think you posted something this week there's somebody with downs who was named to a ones to watch list in Cleveland or something. Boy, that's hers. Yeah. That's yeah. Olivia Dupont. Dupont. I don't, I never say it correctly. D-E-P-O-P-I-O-R-E. -E. Olivia. I wish you want to pull, you want to try and pull her picture up. She's beautiful. And again, so kind. Um, yeah, it's on, I wonder if I shared it. Um, Jackie, maybe you could text it, have one, like the, re the most recent one. Yes. And she has downs and she's awesome because of it. It's that extra chromosome that she kicks butt with, you know, she's kind and she's got, she has had fashion um, gurus say, I got to get the tree out from growing out of my head. Um, she's had them say, and the, her mom has even asked, please, were you giving her like special? No, like she nails the poses and the looks and she's kind and she's awesome. And she's a cancer survivor. 
And she worked like two jobs at one time. I mean, come on. She's, I think she's like in her twenties and I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her. So while Travi's looking for a picture of Olivia, our good friend, Olivia, um, I'm going to, I'm going to weigh in a little bit if we could on some of the things we can put the link to the, to the Joanna Gaines interview on the today show, but it's obviously it's easy to find, but she has a book out called the stories we tell. Imagine the stories we tell. And she talks about it wasn't until she could revisit her younger self that she could realize um, that she believed the lies like of mean kids. She's half American, half Korean. She calls herself a halfie. And, and the way we sometimes we let it define us. No one defines us except God. And ourselves, our own belief of ourselves. We need to define ourselves the way God sees us. That's it. It seems so simple. Everyone else, that's just a bonus. You like me, you don't, whatever. That's the only the way I see it where you just get rooted in um, the good things like patience and humility and gratitude and you be you. And that's what Joanna said. It helped to have a conversation back with her instead of having pushed all of that down. It comes to the surface. And now she's put it out in a story, in a book, so that other people, again, you see the theme here, the Good Stuff Family theme, so other people can learn from her story. In fact, I love that she said, she's a mom of five, by the way. I love that she said um, that she's writing this to her girls to, to get there sooner than I did. That spoke to me. Like my, my pivot in life only came four years ago. The real serious pivot um, to being comfortable with my own self, not reporter Don Kendrick. You know, the job that defined me my entire life. Don Kendrick, 19 Action News. Don Kendrick, Channel 3 News. Don Kendrick, four more stations before that. I literally didn't say my name every day without attaching it to something I allowed to identify me. It's something I allowed instead of complimenting me, I was letting it complete me. That was who I was. It was the fabric. No, no, it was not who I was, was God's. And I realized like those stories, they weren't my stories. The great stories like Ryan gets in the game, another great family downs, Ryan with the extra chromosome rocking it. His, oh, we have to share that story. The whole auditorium full of people cheering for him when the ba basketball manager of the team gets in and they tossed him a shirt at practice and said, you're going to play. I still get goosebumps. Like they're fantastic. And so when she says that she wants to make sure that her kids see it earlier than she does, identify your importance, identify your worth early. It's not defined by anyone else. Trevi, you want to weigh in on that? No, I mean you said it. You said it very well. Um, it's it's hard though. I mean that's so hard to do, and it takes you know it takes a long, long, long time. And some of us never get there. But it's really important to to, to judge yourself by the standards you want to be judged by, and not what the people around you think. What about you? What was your defining moment? Looking back at how maybe the the childhood defined you, what was your defining moment? Your aha moment. When you can I, break know, I, think I, started, I think I started working on it when I was probably 30, realizing yes. that, I had, that I had a lot of, um, you know, living up to other people's expectations. But I bet it was, I bet I was 45 before it really hit. And I really felt like, um, you know, I, I felt comfortable and really comfortable in my skin. Um, and it, it went in stages. I remember I, you know, I felt that way around. I, I felt really insecure around guys, especially like I wasn't man like they are and i've never been into some of the you know some of the real manly stuff I'm, i've never been a hunter i've never been a golfer you know not a big beer drinker and, you know grilling and all that stuff so well, what you are of, is awesome cliches, what you are all those cliche things so yeah so that took me a while but it really did sink in um i don't know five six seven years ago and and um it, life became life became a little easier at that point um, yeah you know, I didn't feel so, um, so anxious, like in, in a crowd. I always like crowds. I like people, but I also felt a little funny. So hard to, hard to explain, but yeah, it's a, it's a long, it's a long process. And I did find a picture of Olivia. Can I put that up? Yes, please. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. This is really cool. It's I don't like know. A, Jackie's still watching. It's like a model portfolio. So here you go, Jackie. Look at her. 
She's got all those moves. I'll read it for you, Donnie, so you don't have to put your glasses on. Down syndrome and leukemia stop Bolivia DiPiore from becoming a sought-after model. Check that out. I'm telling you, we have, I can post our interview we had with her. That's I, how seriously, I looked at that. I thought, is that a picture of Adele or is that who we're looking uh, for? That black you, and white. If you don't want to do this, that's fine. I'm literally relying on you like a producer. But can you find that picture that came with the, um, I think I shared it on the Good Stuff page, the one that they showed where she was named um, one of whatever the the award she not award but the title that she got the one this week yeah i think okay. it's on the good stuff if you okay. get it but i'm gonna keep, find that this is what we do we're gonna keep a, another two conversations going here because, yeah. um oh oh okay jackie says she just received a test shoot with victoria's secret oh my god so proud of her god bless her oh my gosh olivia yeah. way to represent girl way to represent okay so um again she or joanna Gaines. When, what really resonated with me weigh in in the comments if you will because i think she speaks for a lot of women i think she does in telling her story um i think that when we are vulnerable as much as the buzzword that is she uses that word vulnerable it sounds great to, what do we say for the good stuff real raw genuine authentic and vulnerable oh sounds good those are great to really be vulnerable and peel back a label, oh, that's hard. Some of my friends even said, don't be too vulnerable right now, Donnie. You know, what is, when is it enough? Like Travi pointed out in her podcast, people who go to do speaking engagements always have a story, right? Of getting, pulling themselves up. It's never, oh, life has been fantastic. Love you. Let them eat cake and let's have dinner. What good is that? Nobody needs that. Well, so the, the privilege in it. The, the, the observation I was making is that everybody loves a, a story of someone who's been through the wars and been in the trenches and then and, and been through been through hell and then has succeeded. And almost everybody who's succeeded in a significant way has been through something really, really difficult, either a personal uh, real, real difficulty, even a tragedy or just a real hard time building their business or building their endeavor, whatever they're doing. Or a loss. Yeah. And we love to talk about it after it's after yes. the struggle is over. Like you won't believe what I went through and the audiences love it in speeches, but it's so hard to talk about it while it's going on. We're ashamed of it. Um, you know, we're, I'm, you know, I'm trying to pay the bills as I'm putting this business together or, I, you know, I can't, I can't find the clients I need or whatever. Um, and we feel like we're the only one. There's something wrong with us because we're going through that struggle. So during the moment, we don't like to share it. But once we're out of it, we like to share it. And everybody loves it. They don't look down on you for what you've been through. But yet we're afraid they'll look down on us while we're going through it. So that's a, that's an observation I made. And so often, like you said, all the people who know sometimes us better than we know ourselves, who see us for the true heart and soul that we are, sometimes they are able to see through to the other side. They don't even have a doubt. You're going to be better than ever. How is that possible when I have all these doubts and all this anxiety? Yeah. Again, together we can, together we will. All of these stories of all of my friends weighing in, without exception, Kelly Ann, good morning. Happy birthday, Jordan. Aw, that's our Kelly. We love her so very much. She's an original supporter. Their story. She has several layers of really God, really moments, and she is one of my greatest examples of faith. I love this her. Is, this is something else I want. I want. We've shown this before. I'm going to put it back up. I'm playing producer. Oh I yes. Love Good. my success iceberg. So the people you see who are successful, yes. you think all they've gone through, all they've experienced is success, but what you don't see is almost every one of them has been through all these other things. And maybe you're, you've been through them or you're going through them now. Hard work, persistence, late nights, rejections, sacrifices, discipline, criticism, doubts, failure, risks. Amen. I mean, I can relate to every single one of those things, either now or uh, on my on my journey to, to today. So if, if you're going through those things, you are not abnormal. I'm, I got bad news for you. You are normal. There is no cure for normal. Yeah. I, I love, I've seen that a million times and every time I can so relate to almost every one of those words. Yep, me too. And so we, we're 
we're launching into this new phase of really getting the stories told. Jackie Bertolette from the ground floor believed in it in the name of her mama, you know, and and we're right, we're so poised for sponsors now. We're right there. We have people coming to us who see the value in it. And then you start to be like, oh, really God. From really God, really to, oh, here we go. And the privilege of having not gotten it right when you wanted to. It's a privilege because of all the things that you just said. You learn all of those things are sometimes necessary to get up here. And, and the, Donnie, I just wanted to give you a heads up. The studio lighting, all of the all the heavy lighting in the studio is yeah. reflecting in your glasses right now. It's so bad, huh? There you go. I turn, let me turn it down a bit. See, it's distracting too. One moment, please. Maybe we could take up a collection for Donnie to get contacts. Yeah, see. The, <laughs> the, uh, Wait, the, you think that's better, Trevi? You're my lighting guy usually. Let's try that. Maybe it's softer. I don't know. The production team wasn't able to come in today. Oh, be still, my heart. I don't think I've ever seen you as beautiful. <laughs> Better? Oh, dang. Okay, let's start over. Hold on. I'll so call you right back. We're starting so, to be nice. So the level was incredibly beautiful beautiful before, and now it's like off the charts beautiful. So that was a good attempt. Well, don't. Don't. Just stop. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm begging you, don't stop. See, but this is, look, a perfect example are the people who know us best see us. Get yourself a Travi, y'all. We already have, I have a Travi and Mindy and all my super close sister friends. I have so many. Oh, speak of the devil. What? Oh, 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 I forgot. <laughs> speak of Mindy. Watson on cue. That's so awesome. Um, I have to, I have to be honest. This morning, um, we talked about sometimes, Mindy and I, about how sometimes Travi talks on and on and on, and you have to like reel them in. Unfortunately. You. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so let's, admittedly, it's been the opposite this time for sure, <laughs> and almost always. But Travi, wait, it's still reflecting. Travi, tell me something deep. Give me something deep because Travi, Mindy wants me to try out this new production technique we have. So give me some deep thought where, where people will be like, oh, he's not going to stop. This is your chance. Deep. To pontificate okay. on something. Another good word, huh? Well, you know, there's there's the Midas touch, okay? There's the, the person you know, everything they touch turns to gold. Well, what about the person who messes everything up? I don't know what that's called. It's not the Midas touch, but... Um, we've seen politicians like that. Like when I used to cover the state state government here in Missouri, there would be certain people, everything they stepped in, they were always stepping in crap, you know. And I said to a friend, what do you call that? It's not the Midas touch. And he said, maybe it's the feces touch, which is disgusting, but it, we get the we get the point. And um, so, of course, it reminds me. Travi, reel it in. <laughs> do it again. Travi, reel it in. <laughs> that was perfect when you said feces. Okay. That's your turn. Reel it in. <laughs> right. Right. We're on this That's nice, inspiring, ins in we're on this inspiring broadcast this morning, and I used that that term, didn't I? Travi, reel it in. Travi, reel it in. If anyone can't hear, that's what she's saying. I'm keeping this when you come to town. <laughs> but I was Travi, thinking that led me, you'll be shocked to know this. Travi, reel it in. But it led me to a Seinfeld episode where George is is sick of screwing everything up. And Jerry, uh -huh. if every decision you make is the wrong one, then the opposite must be the right decision. So from now on, why don't you just do the opposite? So George does it. He's, he goes up and talks to women. He gets in his boss's face, George Steinbrenner. And everything starts going well for him. He goes up to a woman in a in a in a restaurant and he goes, "Hello, she's beautiful. Hello, my name is George. I'm unemployed and I live with my parents." And she goes, <laughs> "Hello." <laughs> Being your true self, yeah. but you know we we're nothing if we're not honest and fair. I mean, we're journalists, right? So honest and fair. So anticipating the odd chance. The shot in the dark chance that I may speak more than you on these things and may tend to drone on and on. 
in all fairness, I was ready. And I have to do this for today. I have to do this one from, I got to call it on myself. Ready? Oh, wait, I have to hold on. You have to turn. Hold on. The Danny, where it is. <laughs> that's, no, that's fair. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. And I put mine on the right so I would know because I'm usually right and you're not. And then yours is over on the left. So that's how I remember which one. I had Danny, a coworker. I had a coworker, Dale Forbes, 20 years ago, and he worked in the <laughs> office. And so when we would talk on the phone, he would get going and I could, I'd go, Dale, 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 Dale. And he wouldn't, so I would literally play like a referee's whistle and go into the phone. And, and then, and he would go, oh, oh, sorry. And, and he goes, by the way, please stop me anytime you need to, because I'm talking for my entertainment, not yours. And he knew it. Maybe that's what I'm going to get all my friends for Christmas. That's affordable. Nice little box with a nice little whistle in it that they can blow when I'm talking too much. We joke about it, but it is kind of, it is kind of a serious thing. I'm trying to be more cognizant sometimes it's exhausting for people to hear you know too much too much so breathe and let let people well you and in. i you and i have a, have discovered a good rhythm when we talk to people i can be the headline i can say don's moving to st louis by the end of the month and we're going to be driving there the weekend after thanksgiving and then you can provide the color and the, the flavor and more details again if I didn't do that, you would go straight into the details and they might not know where you're going or exactly. that you're moving. And and if you didn't do that, they would know some bare facts from me, but they wouldn't really understand the, the context of it. I love you for that. Find yourself a Travi, you guys. Again, I know you already have. I already have several Travis. Um, I mean, just one of you. <laughs> just one Travi. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, like Mindy and, you know, sister friends. Yeah. And their husbands who, um, oh my gosh, such a, have a family here and kids, other people's kids who I love like my own. That's been the blessing of Cleveland. And Jan Hasselbush said, said she didn't get a notification again. We seriously need to, we're going to have to hire like a social media person because these, the people who want to watch aren't getting the thing. So we'll, we'll put that on, on the agenda when you come to town in a couple of days. We'll work okay. on that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So we have a few more minutes. Can I still go back to jo Joanna interview or no? Because I think it's a great way to wrap it up. What do you think? Please. Okay. Okay. So uh, we were talking about her, Joanna Gaines new book that's out called the stories we tell. Of course we love her always, but especially now for that, these classes are ridiculous. Um, but so when she did the interview on the Today Show a couple days ago, it was worthy of going back and listening to and take notes. So I want to share them with all of my friends here. Um, oh, okay. All right. Jackie's daughter does social media engagement. Done. She also does makeup very well. She did my makeup for the shoot I did with, with Jackie. Okay. She says, because she was a halfy, <clears throat> half Korean, half American, this really stuck out. I put it in capital letters. Always felt like I was somewhere in the middle. Like, where do I fit in? And that's kind of how I felt when my contract wasn't renewed. I'm in the middle of my life. And where do I fit in? If I'm not reporting, where do I fit in? What What's going to be my identity? But she said that even in that moment, she saw the beauty of both those worlds. Today, I still see the beauty of the privilege of having been able to be in broadcast news for 30 years. The privilege of the place that was nothing short of a blessing, my last stop, and is still nothing short of a blessing because I look back at how much it gave me. And I gave them, if we're being honest. I loved that telling the stories that I wanted to tell, but then I just had that aching in that last year that. I needed to be doing what I'm doing now to tell these stories, but I wouldn't have done it on my own. Y'all, you know, my story, most of you, I wouldn't have done it on my own. And it's because what else am I going to do? What I am a reporter, you know? And then God went, here's the deal. It's going to hurt. Just give me a minute. I'm going to move you right out of your own way. I really feel like this is what happened. It's going to hurt. And you're going to be really God, really God in me. That's what he said. I bet I'm going to move you out, but would you be patient with me? 
would you live the words that you profess, patience, humility, gratitude, repeat? Can you live those words, Dawn? Because if you can do that and agree to live on my timing and hear what I'm putting on your heart, to unapologetically say that most of these good stuff stories are rooted in faith. They just are. Like, I can't even deny that anymore than I can deny that I'm Dawn Kendrick. You know, so it wouldn't have happened. I would have still, I would have signed the contract. I would have still been grinding and coming home with a heavy heart, you know? So again, she saw the beauty in both worlds. I see the beauty of where we're going, but I couldn't have gotten there for not recognizing the beauty of the past. So again, Joanna Gaines just dropped the mic. She so spoke to me there. Um, and she mentioned uh, how she shoved the teasing down. The kids that, you know, made fun of her because she didn't look the same at school being half Korean. She ate rice at lunch. No one else had rice in their lunch. You know, yeah, now I, said, I was eating rice when they were eating French fries. Right. Exactly. Which exactly. One's, which one's healthier, by the way? Which is good. Good point. Yeah. And our little faith in okay. the beginning of this, she's Filipino and had, she was ate rice. Remember when she was little, her mom said she liked rice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she also, uh, Joanna said something funny. She said your, her mom was full blood Korean and uh, not a native English speaker. And she used to say, okay, go have a fun. And to this day, she still says, go have a fun instead of, she fun. says, mom, you don't have to say up, just say have fun. Well, I think she said she doesn't correct her because it's just fine. That's like her yeah, mom's it's, little thing. It's, level, it's very endearing. Yeah. Yes. All, my, my mom's thing is bloom where you're planted. She says it all the time. Bloom where you're planted. There was a, a woman I knew when I was a kid. I don't remember where she's from, but she used to say, we must to fatten you up. Instead of we must fatten you up, we must to fatten you up. Because you lived in Saudi Arabia for a bit as a kid. No, it was, it was yeah, it was before that. Somebody here in the States. Now we're coming up on an hour. I'll fend up. I'll um, finish up on this thought. We should do a segment on Saudi Arabia sometime, by the way. Okay, we could do our next one next Friday. Bombshell. Some people may be going, what? He lived in Saudi Arabia. So I can share those adventures sometime. Hopefully we can figure out. I'm going to go get some of those glare-free glasses. I'm sorry, you guys. It's the worst. When someone's trying to say something impactful and they have like something in their teeth or something. You need the old lady glasses that come down oh, here with the, it's not with, the, like with, the, with the bead around them, you know. Trevi, the glare is not as bad there, is it? Look at that because right. it's an angle. And then, But if you get a bead, like a chain that goes around your neck and then you get a long cigarette like with a long ash hanging off of it, then you'll be perfect. <laughs> Let me write that down for the to-do. But if, no, if, I'm as long serious. as the leaves don't mind you smoking in the house, just no, well, it would be a fake one. It, it would be a fake one. Look, that glare is not as bad, is it? Definitely. Okay, we just figured it out. No need for go. context because I've tried and I can't touch but my. You eyeballs. do look a little bit like um, a cat, like a cat, uh, someone with make cat makeup on. Um, doesn't Listen, change. We can't There's have it all. If, if you want to hear my deep thoughts, they're gonna. I'm great. Could you, could you put some white makeup on the tip of your nose right there? I think it would really help to the cat look. Listen, that would be black, I think. But I was no, just you're right. Black and nose and then white white lenses. Yeah. Trevi, now it is eight, it is nine o'clock, and we didn't even get the final. Okay. Let's wrap it up. But here, this is good. We're, I'm not, we always try to stay rooted in gratitude. Today, I'm grateful for the Grandma Riley nose with that little thing at the end that holds my glasses on. How about that? Instead of going, Grandma Riley nose, still growing. Yeah. Look, oh, thank you for the Grandma Riley nose. And I'm sure she's in heaven going, really? Really? That's, That's what, what, what you remember me for? The hairs and the nose? Yeah, the chin hairs we call Grandma Riley. Bless her soul. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma Riley's, oh, we got a Grandma Riley. How did it get back to that? We, we talked about that earlier. We're back to that facial Sorry. hair. Apologies. What are we going to do? It, you know, it's life. So it is nine o'clock. My apologies to your families. Apologies, yes. But I have so many more notes on this Magnolia interview. It was a five-minute interview. You guys check it out if you can. I said we start our next one out with that, uh, the rest of our notes about when she um, said she was pretending she was someone she wasn't. She made her middle name Anne, not Lee, because it sounded more American. And I'll leave you with this to ask yourself the question. For me, for me, that spoke to me because I was in broadcast news, essentially pretending I was someone I wasn't. I hated doing the stories that were the lead stories that I was paid to cover. I did. It just was killing me. And 
I even went as far as to say that I felt almost like a fraud sometimes. And oh, who says that about what you've done your whole life? I did it because I wanted to be in the business of being a storyteller. And now I can. So I, I wrote my notes. So ask yourself this this week. This will be the homework. How in what way are you pretending to be someone you're not? I wrote that the fraud that I felt like in hindsight of pretending to be this go-getter, hard news, the world sucks and you all better get involved and pick a side and, and everything's terrible. Even I heard a meteorologist say yesterday, well, get ready. The weather's going downhill. It's raining in Cleveland in November. It's still fairly warm. Why is that so bad? I can't even hear that without being critical, you know? So now I don't pretend anymore. This is it. This is me. This is what you get. So um, I said I was pretending to be hard news and like go get them when all I was really in it for was to feed the insatiable hunger in me to be a storyteller, a connector, a lover of perfectly imperfect people like myself, just trying to leave the world a better place and uplifting and encouraging as many people as possible in the process. That's what Joanna did for me, Joanna Gaines, in that four minute interview forced me to journal my own life. And so I am grateful for her. I'm grateful for all of you who are choosing to be vulnerable enough to share your stories because we know together we can, together we will. So thank you, Travi, again for for co-hosting. And um, I'm grateful You're for you. You're I'm amazing. So, it's a, oh it's an honor. so grateful for you, grateful for everyone listening. And we love you and we mean it. And um, And we'll see you next Friday for Travi, the best part of waking up is? Is waking up. There you go. And there you go. A shout out to my Cheryl. Ah, that's a whole other story. All right. Okay. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. And um, God bless. And again, happy birthday, Jordan Cerner. We love you, you little warrior princess. Happy 17th birthday. God bless.